Welcome to the New Man Podcast, a show for brave men to experience freedom in their faith, sexuality, and relationships. The goal? goal? To provide practical tools and timeless principles that help you become the man you were made to be. And now, your host, Sathya Sam. Well, hey, everybody. It's Sathya Sam here, and welcome to the New Man Podcast. It's Thursday afternoon, and that means that we are going live here on Instagram. So a big welcome to those of you who are joining us, uh, wherever you may be. That's kind of the beauty of the internet. You can be from anywhere. And the analytics for this podcast show that there are people listening from everywhere, listening from all over the place. Uh, We got people in Ethiopia, Serbia, the UK, tons in America, a bunch in Canada, obviously, Australia, New Zealand, Asia, uh, all over the place. So welcome to those of you who are tuning in. Uh, This is a fun episode today. Uh, You guys know that I believe for the podcast, you know, there's a lot of content curation that's out there. So you have well-scripted interviews, things that are kind of manicured and polished. And the other kind of podcast out there is documentation. And so it's kind of just as we go and we'll kind of see what happens. Sometimes it's rough. Sometimes it's, uh, you know, decently put together. And today is one of those uh, kind of rough put together as we go here and uh, and so it's more of a documentation style and that is because I am not at home I'm on the road and in just a minute I'm gonna tell why that is and how it sort of ties into what we're talking about today but just before I get there I wanted to give a huge shout out to those of you who have given me some feedback I just launched the ultimate recovery guide last week that is um, the first of many resources to come I'm working on a book as well but this is kind of like a smaller ebook, and I'm going to talk a little bit about it at the end. But just a big thanks to those of you who have been showing me some love, showing me some support. And if you haven't got your hands on it, I'm going to tell you how you can do that at the end of the podcast. Um, but let's get into, the ta- to, into today's subject. So we're talking about hobbies, outlets, and how these are part of the recovery journey. And it sounds so silly, you know, because when you talk about uh, recovery from any kind of addiction like pornography... You think of all the obvious things like the internet filters and talking to an accountability partner, trusted leaders and, you know, finding ways to keep yourself busy and occupied so you don't get bored and stumble. And, you know, there's all these sort of obvious tactics that people gravitate towards more naturally. But the basic philosophy of recovery is that if you heal the heart, if you transform the man, you will change the behavior. So we focus on the inner parts and it's a little bit counterintuitive but is by far the most effective. So we always want to tackle the matters of the heart. And this is where hobbies come into play. This is where having outlets that are seemingly unrelated, like you know, going on nature walks or baking. I've talked about that before in other podcast episodes and in my newsletter. Those kinds of things go a really long way to healing the heart and in the process, recovering from pornography and making better choices in your life. Now, uh, the reason this is tied into what I'm doing today is because as I mentioned, I'm on the road. And as I record this, I'm in the basement of a producer. And he's not just any producer, he's a great friend of mine and of my wife's. And he is currently producing my wife's album. She's doing an EP, uh, which is super fun. And those of you who know me know that in a past life, I was a musician myself. I was a recording artist. And uh, that was super fun, you know, wrote lots of music, got to cut a bunch of stuff, even did a little tour in Europe at one point. That was probably the the pinnacle of my musical career. But um, it was super fun. 
And I don't do music as much now because I'm doing this, I'm doing deep clean and helping guys get free of porn. But music is very much a part of my life and I'm tracking the keys today for my wife's album. So it's kind of fun how God uses some of these parts of our past and brings them back into uh, you know different projects and just different ways to contribute and make a difference in other people's lives. And uh, in my very biased opinion, the album is sounding awesome already and uh, I'm excited to track some more keys. But the reason this is all tied in is because when you have outlets, when you have uh, hobbies, when you have things that you can kind of occupy yourself with and, and keep busy, but not just busy for the sake of busy, busy for the sake of doing some good for your heart, it goes a really, really long way. Now, I already said this before, but let me just say it again. When you transform the man, you transform the life. And we believe at Deep Clean that actually you transform the world. We, we believe that if men get transformed, the world is transformed as a result. So the reason that hobbies become important, and we teach this at Deep Clean, we really encourage guys to find their outlets, find their hobbies, find things that are just simply life-giving. There's no pressure, there's no expectation, you're not getting paid for it, nothing like that. Just find those things because your heart needs it. Your heart needs it. And really, the, the recovery journey is marked by care of the heart. It is marked by looking after yourself. And as you do that in your own life, you start to make better decisions. You know, people will not make poor decisions if they know how valuable they really are. If you know how valuable you are, if you know your true worth, you are less inclined to make poor decisions. The, the decisions that we make reflect the value that we have ascribed to ourselves. So if you think about looking at porn, that's a poor decision. It's a bad decision. So if you want to avoid a bad decision, what you actually want to figure out is where is the part of your value? Where has it been diminished? What part of your identity has been fragmented or cracked? What needs to be resolved there? And as you resolve those parts of your identity, those parts of who you are, those parts of your heart, you then start to make decisions that reflect your true value, that reflect your true worth. So that's kind of the goal here. Now what hobbies do is when you make a decision to engage in a hobby, number one, you give yourself space to breathe. It's just a place for you to relax and to unwind. You know, you and I have enough cares in life. We have enough things that are bogging us down, that are causing us stress, that are causing us anxiety, that are causing us to worry or, or stopping us from stepping out. We have enough of those things going on in our life. Hobbies are a safe place for you to sort of put those things aside. It's a place where you can focus and concentrate in a way that is guaranteed to be life giving guaranteed that's the value of a hobby now the other thing is a lot of people have hobbies and they pick them up here and there yeah i kind of do this when i need to or uh, you know like i want to get the opportunity i love taking it up but what i'm talking about is being intentional with your hobbies being intentional with your outlets carving aside time to do it weekly daily perhaps if that's what what's required but on some sort of regular basis, engaging in a hobby. Now, here's why you do it regularly. If, if you can associate the hobby or the activity with your value, if you understand that when I make time in my, in my schedule or calendar or calendar, I think that's what I was trying to say there, if you make time in these parts of your life, designated time, 
and you remind yourself that I do this because I am worth it, because I deserve the break, because I deserve to get these outlets, I deserve to have my heart have that space. When you can associate those things, then every single time you engage in that hobby, you remind yourself of what you're worth. See, if this hobby is just something that you do and it's convenient, but you know it's actually very life-giving to you, then what does it say about you if you only do it when it's convenient? What does it say about you and, and your actual perceived value if you're not willing to carve time for it? So identifying these parts of our heart that need to be fed, that need that outlet, is really valuable, not just for the release itself that it provides in that safe outlet, but underneath the surface, it is communicating to your very self, I matter, I, I'm worth it. Uh, yeah, I have a hundred things I need to do, a hundred decisions I need to make, and I, I probably should be doing those things. I'm sure we've all told ourselves, I probably should be doing these things, but I'm just gonna carve out this hour, I'm gonna sit at the piano, and I'm just gonna play. I'm gonna just carve out 45 minutes, and I'm gonna bake some banana bread. Those are my two go-to outlets. I love music and I love baking. Uh, but what I've really found a lot of solace in lately is going for walks. And uh, we live by the beach, we live by a couple parks and stuff. It's just nice, nice to go to the, to the park, go to the beach, I'll do some stretches. It's just doing these things that give us life and giving ourselves permission to go there. And we often feel like, oh, that's selfish, or there's all these other things I should be doing. That's often what hinders us from even engaging in it in the first place. But I can assure you, when you really step out and you engage in those activities, it does something for the soul. And it communicates to your own self that you're valuable. And that's what we're all about here at Deep Clean. Because as you reinforce your value, okay, we want you to get those experiences with the people around you, with your leaders, and with yourself, we want you to get those experiences where you, your value is enforced because when it's enforced, it will then reflect in the decisions. Now, the question of course then is, well, how do I know my value? What dictates that? And that's where God comes into play because God is the only person who can bestow to you your true value, your true worth. No person can do it. So we rely on the people around us to reinforce the value that God has first ascribed to us. And again, this is all the more reason to engage in hobbies because as you may recall, hobbies reinforce that God-given value. Now remember that even God on the seventh day of creation rested. He took time to rest and to relax. We don't know that he engaged in a hobby per se, but the point is he gave himself space to breathe. And in giving himself space to breathe, he was able to reflect and see that it was good. He got to enjoy what he did. Now, God could have kept working. He's God. I mean, there would have been no problem there, but he chose to rest. And so it tells us that there's actually something valuable about it. He didn't just do it out of necessity, which is often why we choose to engage in hobbies because we need the break and we need the release. He chose to do it out of rhythm. It was just a good thing for him. He knew it was good for his heart. And so he did it. And so similarly, I wanna encourage you in this recovery journey, you're gonna get all kinds of tools, all kinds of tactics, and most of them will be overt. They will be outright, they'll be obvious. It'll be very clear how those things tie into your recovery. But sometimes the secret sauce is in the things that aren't obvious, the things that are covert, the things that are sort of hidden and concealed. These are the things that have sometimes the greatest impact 
in our recovery journey. Now, they're not maybe gonna make the biggest difference initially. It's not gonna be like, you know, I baked today and I just didn't feel like looking at porn. It may not be that obvious. It might be more like, as you do this on a kind of regular basis, you notice that your overall mood has improved, you generally start feeling better about yourself, and you are less inclined to even think about porn or masturbation or whatever some of those things might be. So that is the real value here. That is the true worth of engaging in a hobby. It solidifies your worth. It gives you that safe space to think, to process, to do whatever, and it heals the heart. And as your heart heals more and more and more with time, you're gonna find that you make better and better decisions. Now, in another episode, we're gonna talk about the Sabbath because I, I so believe in the Sabbath and that really is actually the, the best application of that scripture in Genesis where it says that God rested on the seventh day. Sabbath is really what that's all about and there is incredible merit and value to the Sabbath and it ties into everything we're talking about today. I'm gonna to get into that in another episode. But before you maybe engage in the Sabbath, before maybe you take a big step like that, Think about some hobbies. What, what are some things that give you life, that allow you to just block everything else and concentrate? And you know, you might be saying, Sathya, I'm super busy. I don't have time to take on a hobby or anything like that. Doesn't have to be a lot of time. Even 30 minutes a week. If you can carve out 30 non-negotiable minutes a week in your calendar, in your schedule, you don't miss them for some kind of hobby, it will go a really long way. And as I mentioned, it doesn't have to be anything crazy. It could be going for a walk. It could be playing music. It could be baking. It could be coloring. It could be dancing. It could be building something. It could be um, construction. Uh, honestly, it can be just about anything. But you want to find something uh, that gives you life. And this is the, the measure of it. It's not that you're doing chores around the house but because you like things clean and so it's kind of a hobby. Or, uh, yeah, I'm building this this deck out back because, you know, it really helps me think. No, 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 no. It, it, it has to be good for your heart. So it can't be a project with a deadline and a pressure. It just has to be something that is good for your heart. That is the sole purpose. And if there's other benefits, they are simply a bonus. So I encourage you, find that hobby. Find that thing that's going to be really uh, life-giving for you and something you can commit to doing on some sort of regular basis you will not regret it. Now, I mentioned at the beginning, I was gonna talk a little bit at the end here about my ultimate recovery guide. This is the latest resources resource that I've released. And as a matter of fact, it's really, other than this podcast and the newsletter, it's the only other resource that I have out there that you can get access to immediately. Now, the podcast we do five times a week, we do every weekday. The newsletter we do Thursday mornings, every Thursday you get it to your inbox. But this is something that you can have on hand at all times, 24 seven. It's called the Ultimate Recovery Guide and it is my best practices for recovering from pornography. So whether you haven't started yet or you're somewhere along your journey, this guide is for you. And we tackle all the classic mistakes that people make trying to recover and we teach you how to avoid these mistakes and some best practices you can choose to engage in instead. And I mean it when I say this is my best information packed into one little resource. It doesn't take too long to read. It's probably 20, 25 pages, but it is meaty. And if you apply what you learn there, you will accelerate your recovery journey. And I, I really mean that. I, I, I feel like if you can take what's there and you can apply it on a regular basis, you will start to experience rapid recovery. 
Now you can get your hands on this at ultimaterecoveryguide.com. There's no fee, there's no charge, there's no strings attached. You literally type in your email, it gets sent to your inbox, and you have hands on that. And like I said, it can become a reference guide any single time you need it. Like it, you don't have to attend a certain time of the week. Uh, it doesn't, you don't have to wait for it to get delivered to your inbox. It's there to access, to reference as you need it. So that's ultimaterecoveryguide.com. You can get your hands on that. Thank you so much guys for listening today. I'm enjoying, I'm really enjoying doing these, learning lots about the Instagram world and specifically Instagram live and uh, looking forward to just doing more of these, getting to know you more. And hey, if you have a question that you want me to address, send me a message. You can send it to me privately. Uh, you can send it to my email at admin at sathiasam.com or you can direct message me here on Instagram. I love getting your questions and I'd be very happy to answer them in future lives. Thank you guys so much for listening. Have an amazing day. We'll talk soon. Thanks for listening to The New Man Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, you can share it with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review. To catch all the latest, please sign up for the weekly newsletter at www.sathiasam.com or follow on Instagram at Sam. Thanks again and see you next time.